Cleanouts by GBella is a full-service cleanout business offering cleanouts for offices, homes, commercial buildings, estate sales, attics, basements, storage units, and much, much more. They will remove carpeting, wood or metal sheds, above-ground pools, wood or metal swing sets, and scrap metal. They basically do it all. They'll remove any trash you have, and they're very, very reliable and very easy to get in touch with. Cleanouts by GBella also offers rekeying services for foreclosed properties. So if you're in the REO business or the foreclosure business of real estate, they're definitely going to be somebody you want to keep on your contact list. They are fully licensed and insured company available for any of your property preservation or cleanout needs, working with many realtors and attorneys throughout the state of New Jersey. For a free estimate, contact Frank at 908-296-8519 and check them out on Facebook and YouTube at Cleanouts by G. Bella. Again, it's 908 296 8519. Give them a call today. Our second sponsor for this episode is Garden State Water Heater Company. My 50 gallon water heater was leaking. I Googled them and I found Garden State Water Heater Company. Sean and Carmen showed up the same day and within an hour they removed and replaced a 50 gallon ream water heater and showed me how to flush and maintain the unit for longer use. They're very hands on and they will show you and instruct you on how to maintain your water heater as well as replace it. Um, I couldn't have asked for better customer service. They showed up, they were quick, and they were extremely reasonable. Garden State Water Heater cover all of New Jersey and can be reached anytime at 973-434-4100. Again, their number is 973-434-4100. Give them a call today and get a free estimate. What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Greco with Real Talk, the number one real estate podcast in New Jersey. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Make sure if you're watching on Apple to leave us a five-star review. Please, please, please. It helps so much. And if you're watching on Spotify, make sure to subscribe. Today, we have an amazing guest, Yitzi Nussbaum of the team excuse me, team leader of the Nussbaum team. And with one over 100 million in sold properties, I want to start things off by asking you, how did you get your start in real estate? What made you get involved in the real estate business? Sure, thanks for having me. Um, so I actually got into the residential real estate world kind of by a fluke. It was not okay. intentional or planned in any way. Okay. Um, so my sister was looking for a house. Hmm. And uh, I kind of thought, oh, all right, this would be fun. Let me, let me help her out and uh, kind of be her advisor or helper. Yeah. Uh, so I started helping her search, and I got to talk to some of the local brokers, and I kind of got a hang of what was going on, and uh, I figured, wait a minute, the, most of these guys have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. This is a great industry. Let me jump into it. Yeah. Fast forward, uh, we got in. I got into it, and um, I think we're holding by like two hundred or something homes by now. Insane. So you yeah, know, things happen really quickly. Uh, but uh, the thing that most people don't know about me, I'm not even from this country. Right, right. Uh, I think you were talking about this before. Yeah. Uh, so it, it definitely happened by fluke. Right, right. Yeah. So tell, tell everybody where you're from, your background. Definitely. So uh, I grew up in Israel. I was there till I was about 16, 17 okay. years old. Uh, then I moved here, went here for about two years to school and uh, dabbled in some industries. Uh, until I found uh, my calling in real estate. Right. Um, the, the thing looking back, I, I get this a lot, is people ask me, 
like the number one thing, like what do I think is like the most important thing in real estate? Uh, I'd say to that, uh, knowing your value and knowing what you're bringing to the table hmm. that no one else, like knowing your, your niche that no one else right, is bringing right. to the table. Focusing in on like yeah. what your strength is and what you're Doubling good at. down on that. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. So like you said, you just hopped into real estate just to find a house for your sister, you said? That's how it started out. But That's then so crazy. I found myself, you know, you enjoyed uh, it. licensed and uh, I enjoyed a lot, a okay. lot of it. Yeah. What were you doing before? Like what kind of stuff were you dabbling in? So I was in the um, nursing home industry uh, for okay. about a year. Um, it, it's, there's a, it's, it's a lot more uh, corporate. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, governmental controls, different things. Hmm. Uh, real estate sales. Um, I realized that sales is really where my right, right my headspace is, where where I am. Gotcha. Um, so that's that's what made you, me jump into it. Okay. Cool. Cool. And how old were you when you started? Because I, I remember you saying you were really young. I believe I was 19. Jeez. How old are you now? 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now something I wanted to talk to you about because I definitely have faced this. Starting real estate so young. What kind of obstacles did you face, and you know, did people take not take you seriously? You know, when it comes to listing a house, which is like a huge, huge responsibility. So that's a very good question. Um, the thing that I try to make clear is that I didn't get listings till yeah. much later on in the game. Hmm. Okay. The first, I'd say, maybe definitely a year, maybe even a year and a half. I was just grinding buyers. I was literally representing buyers and ultimately figuring out, all right, what am I bringing value to the table with? Yeah. And I think the value that I brought to the table immediately was I found an area that I like and I mastered it. Hmm. I figured out, all right, I want to know everything going on in this neighborhood. I studied it. I looked at the hot sheets every day. Yeah. I knew the ins and outs, what's selling, what's not selling, the stats, the numbers, crunching numbers. That's my that's my life. Like yeah. I did literally made that that right. area my life, um, and essentially you become the local hyper hyper local specialist in the area of that specific area, and then you could start growing into different areas. We're in a world today that people don't want generalists; mm. they want specialists. Yeah, they want experts in a certain uh, industry, right, uh, right. certain uh, specialty. Right. Uh, so that's that's kind of where it started. And at that point, when you are an expert in a certain area or a certain, you know, clientele or, you know, veterans or, you know, uh, different, different first-time home buyers, it, it could right. be so many different things, you know, waterfront experts, you know, different things. Um, and then you could, you could compete against anyone else because you bring something to the table that no one else brings right does that make sense yeah yeah because you have that knowledge you did the research you know the area and that actually was one of my questions so it kind of leads into that perfectly which was what kind of advice would you give to a new agent who is running all around taking deals wherever they can get the deal versus the mentality of specializing in an area targeting that area and really focusing in to be that specialized agent so that that's that's a great question the answer to that is the question is does someone want to make money quick? Yeah. Or does someone want to be in business and build a business? Mm. If you're looking to make money quick, I can give you some tips. If you're looking to build a brand, 
build a business that's scalable, measurable, and has a growth potential, yeah, very different. Yeah. So if someone's looking to make money quick, yeah, grab whatever you can. Right, right. Um, not sustainable, not predictable, everything's chaos. Mm. Uh, if someone's looking to build a scalable, predictable business right. where there is a future of people coming to you instead of you having to chase business, right. then it's creating a value proposition, creating a niche, an expertise, a standard, something that people are coming to you over anyone else. Mm. It could be your marketing is freaking on like on point. Which yours is, it, it all the videos. Be, it could be a lot of things. Yeah. Now, it could be multiple different things, and then you are attracting multiple different clientels of people. Mm. Um, it, it could be so many different things. It could be a, a location. It could be a type of clientele. It right. could be type of homes. So many different, different things. Uh, and if you create that, at a certain point, the business is coming to you instead of you going after business. Which is what everybody wants. That's that's yeah. that's the model. Yeah, so target what you're interested in or what you're good at, double down on it is basically the advice you're giving. Exactly. Okay. If you don't know your target, you're going nowhere. No you're aim. behind the eight ball. Exactly, exactly. So do you remember your first deal, your first transaction? Yes, my, my first deal my first deal, I I was representing uh, I was representing first time home buyers, young couple. They were buying a home. They, I had I had no experience. I well, I had some experience because I grew up in a real estate family, a commercial you know investment family. Yeah. Uh, but not in residential sales. So what's funny is. We did to we got to the walkthrough. Everything was great. We got to the walkthrough, okay. and the family literally left the kitchen a mess. Like you walked like what in. What kind of mess are we talking? There was food everywhere. Like plates they left and stuff? stuff. Oh my god, it was a oh. mess. Oh, I, I had no idea what to do. Um, you know, we sat down. We broke it down into like, all right, what are we going to do here? Um, we were able to get the sellers to. Uh, to give some kind of credit uh, yeah. for a cleanup. Yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting that I remember that. Um, that's that was that was my first deal, I believe. That was a first-time home buyers, um, and they're fun, you know, working with first-time home buyers because they're new to it. Right. You know, there's no set expectations. They're both kind of learning along the way, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember your first listing? My first listing, yeah. Uh, so, funny or not. Uh, my first listing, I was working on it before I actually was active in the MLS. So I was, I okay. passed my test. Yeah. But I wasn't, I didn't even actually have business cards yet or anything. Right. I was driving around because I was just driving around. I wanted to make sure I know every single street by heart. I, mm. I can literally walk blindfolded through, through some streets of North Dover. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and um, I remember driving down a block. I see. I saw this older uh, fellow. He was gardening over there. Okay. And um, kind of like a Dale Carnegie thing, where you talk about things that they're interested in. Right. Right. Uh, and that gets them to 
open up and, right. and work with you. Yeah. Uh, I got into about an hour conversation with him about gardening. You were just walking about down the street? I was just driving by oh, and driving I was by. saying hello and we started talking about gardening. Do you know what my interest level of gardening <laughs> is? This much. Yeah. All yeah. Right. We found something in common that he liked. Yeah. Um, and uh, very long story short, I listed a property that uh, him and his brother owned an investment property on Church Road called okay. Challenge River. And then I ended up selling his home that I met him at. Uh, those were my first two listings. That's awesome. Yeah. So some random encounter with a random. man gardening and yeah. turned into two listings. That's yeah. crazy. And that's, that's something I've heard a lot actually is like when going into a listing appointment, try to find something that you have in common or something that you can relate to with the person, like a sports team, they always say, things like that. So that you have that small talk and you have that connection and they yeah. kind of remember that. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. All right, we're going to cut to a quick ad break and we'll be right back. This episode is also sponsored by Josh Blair with Family First Funding. Buying a home should be one of life's greatest moments. Creating a happy customer is not just an idea, it's a tangible result that Josh strives to achieve on every single transaction. Josh's biggest passion and drive today is still the same, helping others achieve their personal goals and dreams. At Family First Funding, their mission is to set high standards in the mortgage industry, and they are committed to quality customer service, putting the people they serve first. Take advantage of their expertise in the residential lending industry by calling Josh Blair today. You will find that the skill, professionalism, and consideration they give to each of their clients is what will make getting your loan a successful endeavor. You can reach Josh personally anytime at 732 904 7856. Again, his number is 732 904 7856. And I can testify personally, I work with Josh on many deals. He's my preferred lender and he does an amazing job. His team is available around the clock 24-7. I call and text him anytime. So if you're a realtor looking to work with a new lender who's going to be reliable, answer your calls, and be on top of your deals, he's the guy to go to. And last but not least, we have Goldfinch Title. Goldfinch Title is backed by Trident Abstract out of Wall Township. A leader in the industry, Trident has been in business since 1976. At Goldfinch, they have specialized teams ready to respond with solutions tailored to your needs, whatever they may be. This ensures that you receive maximum responsiveness, cost effectiveness, and efficiency. In partnership with their growing networks of offices around the globe, they have the flexibility to service national and multinational customers. Communication is key, and from the moment your offer is accepted, Goldfinch representatives will walk you through every step of the process. I can personally vet for them as well. I've worked with them on many deals. They work with my preferred attorney, and I've had nothing but a pleasure working with them, and every transaction that's in their hands has gone extremely smooth. Goldfinch has been vetted by most major banks and lenders. They offer full settlement services, making the process with them simple and completely cohesive. So if you're interested in working with them, call 732-547-2242 for a quote today or to learn more about their services. Again, the number is 732-547-2242. All right, we are back with Yitzi. So my next question for you was going to be, how did you break into the luxury real estate market? And where was that break in time, if you remember, going back there? Yeah. Uh, so the answer to that would be you get what you focus on. Hmm. 
So your results are driven by what you, you know, as they say, whatever you spend time on, that's that's what you get. Yeah. Um, so that that was my my niche, my specialty. Um, I always believed in qual- quantity over quality. Um, mm. You know, it's easy easier to do a lot of quantity without quality, mm. uh, and a sale of someone's home uh, or someone's listing their home that's a big deal right you know it's not that's I mean to us as real estate agents it's it may be something that we do every day uh, but at the same time it's people's biggest you know thing to do yeah um, and uh, with that being said how I got into the luxury market was I made an experience you know sp- especially in the luxury market people want specialists hmm. it, people that are more affluent that are spending more they want specialists right and they're fine paying the price for that right um, and that's that's where you know to pinpoint specifically on that I can't but in general uh, it it is based on I focused on that and that was that was that was where I created an experience and provided value. Uh, that's kind of the answer to that. Yeah. So did you always know you wanted to get involved in the luxury real estate market, or you just kind of like when you first started real estate, were you like I need I want to get into this 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 type of? Well, I don't know anyone that is going into the real estate business that is trying to get into the mobile home right. the mobile home right. uh, exactly. So the, you know, obviously the the goal is to you know do more luxury homes. Of course. Um, so. That, that's kind of where I, I ended up getting to. Of course, of course. Now your marketing is, is huge. You do crazy videos, you know, walkthroughs, all the crazy editing. Have you been doing that since the beginning or is this something that you kind of started coming into as you picked up more of these luxury properties? And how important do you think that is for the branding of you and for your marketing of the property? Yeah, so I think marketing is a big component hmm. uh, of any sales you know, world. Right. Um, marketing is very important. Yeah. Uh, and it, it definitely scaled. It, when it escalated, uh, we scaled it up, I'd say about two, I'd say about two and a half years ago. We took okay. it to the next level. Um, I always was ahead of the curve. Yeah. Or at least tried being right. ahead of the curve. Uh, whatever no one was doing, I was already doing. Like, I'm trying to now get into the TikTok game locally. Yeah. Yeah. Very few people are in that game. That's like my next thing I want to work on. Yeah. Um, it's it's always being ahead of. All right, what's the next trend? Right. Um, right. And uh, so, you know, I, I do believe marketing is a huge component of things. Uh, marketing is a presentation of the product, but most importantly, you can have the greatest marketing on earth if you don't have a solid product. That brand doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Marketing is. A partner of a brand brand and marketing are two separate things you can market something I'll give you an example um, give me an example of a shitty company that does great mar- that has a lot of marketing oh, man. think I'm trying to think a bad company bad in what way a, a, a uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to do this like a cheap brand I get where I get where you're going a with cheap it brand you yeah get where yeah I'm you're saying anything if you it's marketed have, properly exactly um, you, you, even if it's marketed properly, it, the brand stands for something. Okay. Now, a Saks Fifth Avenue stands for one thing. And there's no marketing. 
some parts of it, right. you know, and, and then you've got a Macy's. There's nothing wrong with Macy's. It's it's a different brand. Yeah. Um. So it that's that's really more important than the marketing. Yeah. Is what does the brand stand for? That's an in-depth conversation because yeah, it's also who they're marketing to. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was saying, Saks doesn't market, and Macy's does on TV because you know people are watching television who go to Macy's down the street from them. Yeah. And things like that. So mm-hmm. it's like it's all about targeting too. Yeah. That's definitely a huge factor. So it's definitely a very in-depth conversation. And to jump into something else, and this is this is actually goes back to the original question you you brought up. You don't want everyone. No. Yeah, you don't. If you are all to everyone, yeah, you're no one. Right. Your your clients should be attracted to your brand mm. as a your your yourself will bring your tribe of people. Mm. You're going to get people that believe in your brand and your product, and that's the people you want. You're not going to work well with the people that don't believe in that, don't believe in you. Yeah, yeah. So from your experience, would you say that clients are more inclined to work with you because they see the quality of the marketing you provide, or do you think they lean more towards seeing just cold, hard numbers? I I think that... most of my clients buy more confidence and knowing that I know my shit. Yeah. That that's I mean you do both probably you do both sides. Yeah. So it's 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 you know. it, that that I think is a more important component than marketing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because that's what people are buying. People are buying confidence, trust. That because they don't know what I'm doing. Right. It's they, a huge they need to trust that I know what I'm doing. Absolutely. Then that's really what it is. So TikTok, you're on there? Not yet. We're we're working on it. I know some realtors on TikTok. So yeah. I mean, Ed Stulak, who was just in here, he's huge on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand followers. I mean, um, he was saying that he converted about four leads, I think, from TikTok. So can I give you a crazy stat yeah, right now? Yeah, I hear it. Eighty percent of my business comes from Instagram. I was that was going to be my next question: social media and how yeah. much business is from that? Yeah. Really? Okay. Eighty percent of my buyer deals. Okay. Like buy, so buyer sides. Buyers okay. uh, come from Instagram. That's okay. like a crazy number. That's insane. So I probably create through our Instagram um, anywhere from, I'd say, 20 to 60 buyer leads a week. That is crazy. Yeah. To a point where I'm actually hiring a full-time Instagrammer. Okay. Really? Yes. I can't handle it anymore. So oh over the next two, three months, I'm actually in the process of finding someone that will be responding to everyone because I just can't do it. That's amazing, though. That's a good problem yeah. to have. Yeah, I don't even post anymore, so I've got someone that does all that for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, a lot, a lot of our business comes from that. That's awesome. So is it, is it more um, advertisements on Instagram that redirect them to another page or people literally direct organic. DMing? All organic. All organic. Mostly organic. Wow. We will get, so in average, we'll probably have anywhere between eighty to 100,000 impressions on an average month. That's just organic? Organic. Wow. That's really good. I don't good. really do a lot of ads on Instagram. That's really good. Um, so, yeah. And what about Facebook? Any, anything on there? A little bit. Any, bit, no, any we, business? We're, we're on Facebook just yeah. you know, to be there, uh, but I, I think Facebook's dying out. Okay. Yeah. Definitely is a little bit on the downslope. And you got all the millennials now on Instagram. Everybody's on there, so... All the new first-time home buyers are yeah. out there, especially. Um, I wanted to ask you: um, Do you pay for any leads separate from if you boost a post or something? You said you don't even barely do that. Do I do I pay for leads? Or are you at the point where it's just 
uh, Instagram 90, pumping through? I would say 99% of our actual business that yeah. we close is not coming from paid leads. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants that referral-based business or social media-based business, yeah. but it's it's hard to get there. So, you know, how, how was that for you when you first started out? Like, wh wh what were you doing to kind of get your business rolling before you had this such influx of leads from Instagram? Yeah. So, so you do have to keep it, keep in mind that when I worked the first year, two years, I was pretty much a solo person. I yeah. did everything myself. Right. So my expenses were very low. No overhead. No overhead. And it wasn't an operation. It wasn't a business. Everything was working slow and steady. Yeah. Uh, so with that, um, you know, the, the referral base was a lot more consistent. Hmm. Um, now turning it into our team and the team that we grew, uh, it's it's more of a business, yeah. and we have you know full operation going with a lot of systems. That's amazing. Um, so that's that's kind of to a point where we got to, and there's a lot of leads from different places coming in. Yeah, you had a ton of growth. I mean, it's only been a few years from when you started, yeah. and you're huge now in the Tom's River area, and this is. 80% is crazy. That's a great number. Um, how are you, how is it adjusting to, you know, it's growing so, so fast, so quickly almost, or, or did it not feel quickly? Was it more of a gradual climb? I think, I think it's, I definitely think it's growing, uh, you know, steady, but, yeah. but it's, it's growing. Um, the biggest challenge for myself right now is I, I don't want to grow anymore right now. Okay. Like I'm, I'm trying to slow this down. A little yeah. Bit, uh, because the most important thing for me is quality. Right. And if quantity is taking over quality, I'd rather slow it down mm. and build out more systems, build out our business so we can support more. So you can have um, all that quality. I'd rather not have a client than have a client that does not get the proper experience okay. that I want them to have. So are you pretty, like, at this point, are you pretty selective with what you're taking, what kind of business yeah. you're taking? I, I say many times I'll tell a client no. Wow. Many times. Well, listen, that's a good place to be at. Yeah. And then once you build those systems and you have that quality control, then you can start taking it all on. But yeah, it's a lot. That's, that's a lot of leads to be managing. Yeah. That's awesome. So where do you see yourself in the next 10 years, do you plan on staying in real estate for the rest of your life? Is it your 100% lifetime passion, or do you have any other passions in your life? Yeah, I definitely see myself uh, in real estate for the rest of my life. Awesome. Um, is it in residential real estate? Who knows? Uh, but definitely, I have a passion for what we're doing right now. I think we bring a lot of value to people, uh, and we provide an experience and product that not many people in the area can offer. Right. Um, where we're looking to take this is to create this into kind of a, a factory of a high quality experience, mm. um, like a sax, pretty much. Yeah. Like like an experience product, uh, and it's it's more of a service, not a product. Right. Uh, and that's kind of what we're we're looking to take this over the next few few years. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So one last question. We're gonna wrap it up. What kind of advice would you give to a new agent who's on the fence about real estate or is just starting out and having some difficulties, you know, getting buyer leads or getting any deals? Well, there's two things. Uh, one would be your why, like why you, mm. like who are you? Why should someone work with you? Mm. If you can't answer that and if you don't know why, if you can't be sold on yourself, there's no one 
that is going to believe in buying you. Right. So that's number one. Um, number two is what's your niche? What's your value? Like what are you bringing to the table that no one else is bringing? Right. That that's that would be the number one thing. And you know, if someone can't figure that out, maybe you know, working together along with the team, um, and you know, there is there is huge, you know, uh, advantages of, of being on a team. Not everyone's cut out to being you know a lone wolf. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So finding yourself, finding your niche, finding what you're good at, really targeting on that. Absolutely. Definitely. That seems like the overall theme of how yeah. you of how you made it here. Thank you so much, Yitzi. This has been amazing. If you want to just plug to everybody, plug your Instagram, Absolutely. anywhere to follow you, TikTok sure. coming soon. <laughs> so follow me on Instagram. It's yitzysells.tomsriver. Check us out on our websites, uh, thenestboundteam.com. And I uh, appreciate you having us here. Of course. Thanks so much for coming. You dropped a lot of knowledge on us today. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Make sure to follow us at Real Talk Cast on Instagram and on Facebook. And follow me at MGreco Realty. Make sure to give us five stars on Apple. I'll see you guys next time.